This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Ko Mikaela Naimen toku ingoa. My name is Mikaela Naimen and I'm your host. Welcome. This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture and how the creative arts contribute to our community as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Centre. Stay tuned to find out more. And I'm here in the studio today with the lovely Gabrielle Belts from Gallery Patia and Johnny de Pater, who is one of um, the artists exhibiting in our art space throughout November. Welcome. Kia ora, so lovely to have you here. And so, Johnny, maybe yeah. we'll start by talking a bit about the exhibition. So our mm-hmm. art space here in the Top Town Mall has some fabulous exhibitions that last for a month at a time. And today we've just seen some of the amazing artwork by Gallery Patea artists being hung. And you are one of the artists. So can you tell me a bit about the November exhibition? Who are these artists? Um, well, they're artists from around Partia and Partia. They show at the Partia Gallery, Gallery Partia. And uh, how many artists do we have there? Do you know? Oh, overall we've got, you know, that it fluctuates. But um, I think there's about 11 artists represented in this particular show. And I see that we have works by Stacey Austin, Stephen Booth, Maurice Bowers, Graham Bublitz, Teresa Bueller, Johnny the Painter, Nikki Gray, Jenny Kerslake, Rosanna Oakes, Marianne McCullum and Jan Wairua. And so all the artists are from Patea. If they're not from Patea, they're in the close environs. Uh, so it's all rural artists. Very cool. And uh, I see that there's a wide range of medium and styles as well. So there's a nice mix of found and recycled materials in some of the lovely beach bags, um, lino cuts, screen print, photographic uh, works in different forms and a lot more. That's right. Um, Stephen Booth is is actually uh, from the States and he moved over to New Zealand. I think he's been here about 20 years now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been here for a while anyway. But um, he's based in in Hawera. But when we first opened about, mm, must be about close to seven years ago, I suppose now, he was driving through because he's a, um, a technician for IT stuff. And um, he drove past, saw the, saw the gallery and has been a really staunch supporter ever since. And, um, yeah, he he's a keen photographer. And, um, yeah. So 
clearly pays to have some sort of uh, shop front then where people can actually find the artists locally. Yeah. Because that's sometimes the problem, isn't it? That we don't even know who makes it's this It's being beautiful. seen. It's having a face to be seen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yet it's always very painful as an artist or a writer to have to um, market yourself. And I think anyone that's involved in creative work, uh, whatever it is, you know, whether it's performance or music or writing or whatever, it's it's a whole extra job to actually promote yourself mm, absolutely yeah and you become very self-conscious about it as well and and second guess and oh no it's very painful so johnny yeah. can you tell listeners a bit about yourself and your art mm-hmm. um <clears throat> well johnny the painter is the name i changed to because i thought it was a good name my name's actually john Mainders, and my parents are came over in the 50s from Holland. My dad was a bit of an artist and a cartoonist. He he was actually arrested by the Gestapo in Holland. Yeah, uh, he taught me a whole lot of stuff about painting. And his cartoons, are they somewhere where <coughs> people can find them? No, or? no, because I don't know where they are after he died. Yeah, there were three books passed around and if I had them I'd print them. Oh. Yeah, but um, his fa- my dad's father managed to get him off that. Yeah. You my mean he did them when he was younger and didn't uh, yeah. wasn't really allowed to do them or? No, no. Um, See, I love if they got in the wrong hands. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh yeah. But. Um, so what was the subject? Oh, well, I remember some of them. One of them. See, his brother passed them around, and they got in the wrong hands. You see. And they were called Passant, and Passant is the that's the was the name of the underground in Utrecht. So during the war, the second yeah, world war. Yeah, I remember. I used to show them to people, um, and then um, the ones I remember was one of um, Hitler in a spider web as a fly, and the spiders around were Stalin and things like that. And another one was rather nasty jokes about the um, I suppose the yes the people that were running the city because yeah so political really political cartoons yeah well you wouldn't let yeah um hitler had no sense of humor no and, um, <laughs> i think we can say that safely by the by <laughs> the time a lot of in the last year of the war a lot of the germans overseas weren't weren't obeying hitler anyway so and yeah, that would have been a scary moment. Yeah, I do think that uh, it would be fantastic to find them. Mm. And uh, you don't know where they went? Well, I thought my brother had them, but he didn't. So I don't know. I might find them one day. But yeah. It might be somewhere in your <laughs> in all your collections. No, no, it's not in mine. Oh, no, okay. No. <laughs> or among your treasures. Treasures. <laughs> treasures. <laughs> World Heritage Treasures. Okay, well, we are going to listen to some music, Uh and you have chosen some really interesting music, so why not um, start with uh, Kraftwerk? Okay. Which uh, one would you like? Tell us a bit about Kraftwerk. um, I'm going to see them play. Mm. I've always uh, listened to them since about a long time, 1975, and they had a hit, Autobahn. Yes which 
that's probably the one people know the most. And another one, Trans Europe Express, that was used by DJs in America to give them enough time to go to the toilet and back. <laughs> uh, with, with um, what's the other one? Um, I Need Love by Donna Summer. So that kind of caught on, and uh, yeah. Trans Europe Express is quite techno sounding, except it was done in 1976 or Mm. So, so they were a bit out there. Oh, definitely. Really, oh. Yeah, a bit out, yes, really. they played synthesizers like machines, not like trying to sound like anything else. Mm. They were they were probably considered one of the most boring bands of the seventies, <laughs> but now they're not. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I can't wait yeah. to hear this one. So we are going to listen to Kraftwerk. Oh, okay then. Autobahn, is it? Okay. <laughs>
Welcome back to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host. And we are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lendai Center for this show. And I'm here today in the studio with Johnny the Painter and Gabrielle Belts. And uh, they are hanging an exciting exhibition of Gallery Patea artists in our art space, which will be on show throughout November. So pop in and have a look at this exhibition. It's a group exhibition with 11 artists from very different uh, walks of life and using different mediums and styles, and they all have a story to tell. So, Johnny, mm-hmm. you recently won the overall award for your work please referencing please. social media. Please like me. <laughs> yeah, please like me. Please oh. like me. <laughs> and so, can you tell us a bit about your work? That one. Yeah, well, I kind of... Uh, I entered that kind of because it was in Dunedin, and I wanted to go back to Dunedin. Needed an excuse, but it was also nice to put something in the show. And what was the Arts Award? The 3D and the overall winner. And it was a handmade book, uh, a chained book. You'd have books come in bookcases and then it's chained to that so that it can't be taken away, which is what they did in the Middle Ages. And it's all sort of a lot of random stuff and a lot of stuff to do with the internet. And even though I'm a bit of a Luddite, I don't really even know, you know, much about getting online and all that kind of stuff. But that seemed to ring something with the judges. Yeah, three judges, yeah. So um, I was very pleased to get that. It's kind of given me a big boost. It was quite interesting, sort of like visually it was quite interesting because it was a, a fold-up book with lots of cutouts and um, attachments and, mm. and what have you. And at the same time it was making social comment. Um, about technology? About technology and about just social interaction with people yeah, too. Yeah, the constant uh, need for affirmation from, I don't know, virtual strangers really. Hence, like please like me as the title. And the, mm. and the thing was the big googly eyes, so sort of Google. Yeah. Mm. And so what uh, was the name of the Art Awards? Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. yeah. Which has a lot of different categories. And your work yeah. was uh, entered in the 3D, so yeah, yeah. congratulations, oh, that's amazing. Yes, yes, I entered two. Oh. But, but uh, yeah. And was this the first time? For this one, yeah. So how did that feel you know it's uh, ironic because oh. it's an affirmation to you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they actually you know it's such a long way from Patea to Dunedin so pretty much they had to tell me that I should come down and get it and um, so I did and um, I didn't have to go down and get it but the right seemed like the right thing to do and I wasn't allowed to tell anybody so I had to keep it secret but you know because in case the um, information got down there before I... Yeah, before the big reveal. Yeah, Yeah. that would have made them look really bad. So uh, what did you think? Did you see the other works then as well? Oh, yes. So you, uh, you know, the competition. Oh, yes. Um, Oh, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Really technical work. Yeah, my work was only... I only valued it 
$990 or something and it didn't sell. It doesn't matter. Um, they don't, they're not looking for something that's the same value necessarily as the prize or necessarily the kind of thing that maybe the Society of Arts sort of typically does because it's, mm. it's, it's someone from the Otago University or someone was the mm. judge or something. Well, like it's that. a one-off piece of uh, artwork that yeah. is engaging with our contemporary kind of you know, all yeah. the quirks and needs and angst. annoying angst, yeah, yeah, as well. So, you know, it's a one-off piece and it's very hard to put a price on those kinds of things. And um, it needs to find the right viewer yeah, as yeah, well, uh, if it's to sell. Well, I'm actually making four or five of them. Mm, fantastic, but, yeah. yeah. But they're all different. Yeah, as they usually end up. And they're up getting better all the time. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah, wait to see comment them. that it was actually quite badly put together but the ideas were very pertinent but yeah they are two different things though aren't they Gabrielle the mm. conceptual part the ideas how you come about it and then the execution which of course you get better as you practice oh uh, yeah <laughs> well I don't know how to bind books really and um, that's a new skill for you to learn <laughs> yeah you can go and learn from the amazing Dale mm. Copeland that's right yes yes I could do with some <laughs> lessons Always learning. I can just imagine you and Dale together. Yeah, Yeah. I could too. That would uh, be a really cool collaboration, if nothing else. Yeah, well, I actually do want to collaborate with people, which I haven't done very successfully, but, yeah. You know, Dale's uh, studio is open now during the arts trail, and she doesn't always open up, so Mm. talk about treasure Mm. trove. Yeah. All right, we are going to listen to another one of your uh, music pieces, and this is a band I have not heard about. You said it was Van der Graft. Van der Graft Generation. Van der Graft. Yeah, Graft, like those things that you you have static electricity makes you hear. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're British, anyway, they're a British band. And how did you come about that one? Uh, My brother had a compilation album that had everyone in it, everyone from uh, the Velvet Underground to Arthur Brown. Yeah, it was this amazing album and um, he kind of influenced me and got me into that prog rock thing. So the, this is prog rock, yeah. so we are talking what era? 1970? Late? 70s? Early, early 70s? Yeah. Mm. But yeah. I didn't start listening to them till the mid-70s. Yeah. Mm. So your brother got you onto it? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, okay, well, you will have to do the announcement because uh, I still don't uh, get the name oh, right. Oh, Vandergraaf Generator. Let's listen to Yeah, but to you that. can't listen to any of this stuff because some of it's just, oh, they try a lot of crazy singing type things. It's a bit much sometimes, but sometimes they get it right. So let's give you a taster. Okay. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Sugar Loafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host. And we are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lenlai Center for the show. And I'm here today with um, two amazing people from Patia, Johnny the Painter and Gabrielle Belts. And they've just um, set up a beautiful exhibition in our art space that will be on show in November with 11 artists from Patea and thereabouts. And uh, you can see some of the work here and maybe go and find them. And uh, we are also going to hear a bit about what is happening at the Gallery Patea. Um, at the moment, we've got an exhibition on that's been sponsored by Creative Communities and it was driven initially by Roseanne Oakes who's a printmaker but she was running a collaboration with Michaela Stoneman uh, who's a printmaker and probably well known throughout Taranaki. Michaela ran some workshops, print workshops for the students at Patea Area School and so uh, there's a range of ages and a lot of the work is um, in Taipia process so it's sort of moving the ink into the grooves rather than putting the ink on the top of the surface. Usually scratching into perspex yeah, or something. Yeah, it can be scratching, it can be acid edge, it mm. can be a lot of different processes. So from the work that the students produced, uh, Roseanne then ran a workshop showing them how to present their work and how to frame it. And, um, Which is amazing because that is actually the part that is really hard. Once you have your work, it's not enough. You have to present uh, it in yeah. a way that is present attractive. Present it and present makes it the in most. a professional manner. Yep. And then so they had to hang it too. Yeah, yeah, and they did the hanging. So they, they went through the whole process and um, that was with, with Roseanne and Michaela's support. So, um, you know, there's students that, some of them are junior students and then others are the senior students. And it is a really interesting little exhibition. How long is it on for? So it's on until about mid-November. I think the, yeah, it's, it's mid-November, about the 17th, I think. At the Gallery Partia. At the Gallery Partia. So... Uh, we're open Wednesday through to um, Saturday, and occasionally it, it's open on Sundays if Johnny's so. Oh, <laughs> sometimes yes. <laughs> so sometimes inclined, so, but yeah. Um, yeah. And what time? So from um, eleven through till two, and occasionally three. So if the flag's out, we're open. Fantastic. So anyone out there listening who is um, passing through Patea, uh, just pop in and have a look at uh, this um, little exhibition at Gallery Patea with uh, some amazing young talent. Mm. You'd be most welcome. Mm. So Johnny, you seem to um, have a knack for trying out interesting things and uh, you've previously given short film a try too. Oh, um Yes, yes, what? yes, yes. Um, that was uh, a few years ago, back in 2016? Yeah, yeah. I, or? I was, um, I joined um, Arlo Edwards and Wellington's movie 
uh, with his own company, Don't Panic Pictures. And um, I love that, Don't Panic Pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, Arlo was had a shop with Roger Morris and some other people called The Family. Um, so he's kind of got some connections with artists that have been up here. And so Roger Morris, who lives in Okato yeah, on OEO yeah, Road. And probably... A few others. Uh, who I said before. Mm. Uh, David LaFleming yep. is probably part of it. And um, anyway, um, yeah, we just made this. He won the um, entrance fee on the radio, so decided to do it. And it was animation, but it was all green screened. And I had all these um, dioramas I'd made, and they were in the film. And they had to be green screened. The problem was that everything was I'd made was very green so blue screen would have been better but <laughs> it was only green screen so I had to shine a blue light on them and then I had to be the actor because I was the only one that didn't do anything on the computer Everyone so you're the actor in your own dioramas? Yeah I have to be the actor How cool. main actor and the dioramas <laughs> and the props yeah yeah but I was really amazed at how I wasn't expecting much and when they showed me the film at all hung together really well and it was all quite circular and and uh, you, you can make a five minute film but a lot of people can't finish them and things like oh, that. Oh really? Well, so this was part of the 48 hour yeah, challenge yeah, where every year yeah, yeah. you can enter yeah. and you do it as uh, amateur filmmakers yes. to very professional filmmakers I have to say. Some yes, of them. yes, the one that won the overall thing around was actually wetter people using the wetter studio. Oh, <laughs> oh that wasn't really fair to the others, was well, it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so is it possible to view your yes, film? Yes, it's, it, it's called Bob, capital letters, interdimensional wool courier, because the theme was wool. You don't know what the theme is to you get it, and then you have to say something about Charlie Flowers, and you have to have a out of focus shot and you have to do that and s- uh, some people get must get difficult everyone gets a different assignment oh really yeah, i thought well everyone got the same no no some people have to do animation some people have to do real time which would be no. really difficult some people have to do serious films but we had to do um comedy of errors so you enter the 48 hour challenge you are basically given an envelope with a task when you start, and you don't know what you are in yeah, for. Yeah, everyone wow. gets it just bef- just as soon as it starts, and then they have to do it in 48 hours. Yeah, well, that is a challenge. Yeah, and sometimes people are running because you actually have to physically hand your thing in to the office, and sometimes people have to throw them <laughs> to get across the line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but luckily we. We got there about half an hour earlier. With half an hour to go. So did you stay up all night? What would you have done if you hadn't happened to have the dioramas kind of ready to go? No, there were other ones. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean... um, How did you come up with the idea? Arlo had set up a whole film, all self-funded as well, like a camera or green screen and that. Yeah. um, So... Take us through the process. What do you do? You sit down and brainstorm, or 
was there someone mm. who already had an idea? Well, I think pretty much. No, there was someone, someone who worked on um, the Thunderbirds with, oh, with someone who was doing with that. He, he did the digital tracking, whatever that is, and so did someone else. Um, I actually saw the props for Thunderbirds uh, at Weta oh. Workshops. They're pretty amazing. Yes. But they also used some very normal materials, like uh, the lemon squeezer and, you know, like things that you oh, wouldn't yes. think of, which ended up being, you know, some sort of turbine. Oh, and yes. So you can use, yeah, the kind of craftiness. Mm. But I, I preferred it when you could see the strings and, and that, you know. But the di- I think the dialogue's much better in the new Weta one. Mm. But mm. Possibly. I'm, I'm yeah. not a, I didn't grow up with Thunderbirds. But oh. tell me about your film instead. I'm really intrigued by oh, this. Uh, so you didn't know that your dioramas were going to be used, and you didn't oh. know that you would have to act? Yeah, well, my dioramas were actually in the gallery at the time, yeah. uh, which was next to the studio. And um, No, I, I suppose I figured that they were going to be used, yeah. Uh, along with some other props and you know that were collective yeah mm. yeah but it was um quite a su- out of the blue surprise uh, i think we won incredibly strange category new oh. <laughs> wellington and then new zealand oh really yeah. yeah the prize money wasn't amazing or anything but it doesn't matter no and the, the kudos was good yeah too. Yeah. yeah well amazing work I yeah. have to look that one I, up. I, I really want to see it now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it really represents me, but, you know, I'm in there. And my some of my props are in there. Yeah. yeah, and it was a certain phase of your life. Oh, yes, yes. Have you made any more? Have you entered other challenges no, when it comes to no, film? No, I actually had made a stop-motion film before that, but it's 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 not in the right order, and it's lost on my computer, but it's there somewhere, and that's five minutes worth which is a lot and then I could get another five minutes by doing everything in the mirror image it's just a big long car chase and through my dioramas which are um, like old computers when they had lots of valves and all sorts of uh, industrial type mm. things mm. very cool I uh Wish you would run a workshop on stop motion film. Oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll come down to Patia. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'd like to put it together and show it at the um, everybody's theatre or something like yeah. that. But I don't have all the much technical thing. Well, maybe that. talk to Alistair Ross at the uh, Govet Brewster Art okay. Gallery. You know, he's in charge of the film festivals and the Show okay. Me Shorts oh. every year, okay. which I think come out of the 48-hour film challenge. Okay. So maybe... Um, Does it? Oh, I yes. think they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe there is a kind of like look back at the winners from previous years thing that could be suggested oh, oh is that right okay. I don't know oh, I'm oh just yes. coming up with ideas here because I really want to see it oh <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> alright yeah. we are going to take a short break and we are going to listen to some music craft work but I can't promise you what we are listening to this okay. time Trans Europe Express okay
Welcome back to the Sugar Loafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host. And we are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lemni Center. And today Johnny the Painter and Gabrielle Belts have joined me in the studio. And they have just um, hung the Gallery Patia Artists exhibition that is going to show in our art space throughout November. Uh, so pop into the Top Town Mall and have a look at what Gallery Patia artists uh, are coming up with. We have works by Stacey Austin, Stephen Booth, Maurice Bowers, Graham Bublitz, Teresa Bueller, Johnny the Painter, Nikki Gray, Jenny Kerslake, Roseanne Oaks, Marianne McCallum, and Jan Wairua. And there's also an amazing exhibition by young artists showing at the Gallery Patia until mid November, about the 17th. So if you have your ways through Patia, pop in and check it out. The gallery is open Wednesday to Saturday, 11 to 2 p.m. or maybe 3 p.m. if the flag is out. Well, they are open. So check them out. Yeah, that's a lot of work that has been done with school students. So you were talking about industrial kind of, we talked about filmmaking and that you're interested in industrial stuff, but your art that you have on show here too has an industrial edge to it. Uh, Both the way you've done it, and can you talk about the two pieces you have here? Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, actually, I'm from an engineering family. Yeah, but I tried not, I didn't really take to it, but yeah. And um, I think my father invented those polarised welding goggles. Really? Yes. He had to sell... The patent? To, to Walmart. Oh, no. Well, well that's all right. Well... He probably got a... Hopefully. Yeah. Well, we are very grateful. All of us who have a trade partner or husband are very grateful for <laughs> eye protection yeah, <laughs> for welders. Yeah, it's been superseded now with digital, but... Um, always. He was always trying to get me to do this stuff with polarised film, and I try and do some stuff with that but it's um well film is back film in different forms and even old camera film you know oh, oh, is yes, back yes, so yes. you see them more like the filters mm. that um, are used yeah they you can do all sorts of things with them so tell us yeah. about your two artworks that you are oh, showing here okay. in this art well, space they were both done about 2002 and one's an edition of photographs of them, which is like an edition of ten, and I've got the original sculptures, but I can't seem to get them where I want. Um, and that one's all about Marx, neo-Marxist economic theory. But it's very colourful. Oh yes, yes, I've tried to make it fun. Um, you using, have made um, it fun. <laughs> um, cake, a lot of things made out of cake. Um, cake decoration things like the clowns heads and things from cornflake packets and all sorts of plastic stuff like that and I quite like the plastic because um, it's kind of like gummy like those gum and sometimes the light sort of they're, they're backlit usually yeah but these are photographs of them anyway and but they are like uh, photographs of spaces, of rooms, so they're very 3D feeling to them. Yeah, you know, they're little boxes I made. And mm. Yeah, and... Um, and the second one that you have there... 
Can you talk a bit about that one? All right. Well, there's seven of those. And there's... Um, that's just something I saw when I was in Wellington written on a pedestrian crossing. Um, high ruthless exploitation of animals, people and resources behind a facade of colourful gimmicks and family fun. So I thought I'd make this long sort of screen print that you could read as you walked past and then I sort of, because um, it was 1200 long, I couldn't buy standard sized bits of glass, wholesale glass was only 1200 long, it was 1300 long so I ended up putting them in these boxes I made and they're actually folded. Um, so they're also like small rooms. Maybe. But in a kind of industrial frame. Oh, it yes, uh, reminds me of those, uh, you know, like what musicians lug around. Oh, yes. Those boxes. They oh. have the kind of metal side. Yeah, well, I always I quite often put things in boxes and mm. enshrining them. Yeah, all enshrining them. And also, um, uh, I know, oh, actually, I used to be a picture framer and do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, oh, so. no wonder it's so tidy. Isn't very nice. Right. Yeah, 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 especially... I Not as tight as I used to be, <laughs> you know, got a bit rough. Oh, yeah, 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 but it's the industrial look. Oh, goes okay. with it. Right. You just have to say that it's purposely made that way. That's right. Yeah. And it turns it part of the process. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The hallmark of quality. Yes. <laughs> but that also means that your work really draws in the viewer because you kind of have to go close and peep into those rooms oh, and yes. the lower one you have to bow down a bit to get yes, into it yes. which is very cool so you totally capture the viewer do I? yeah okay, you do and cool. they are like small enough so you really have to go in and it reminded mm. me of a doll's house oh. not the kind of uh, you know fairy tale no. uh, rosy tinted doll's house no. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting, mm. yes. Because mm. I did have a show and put something in the show in um, Hara, and that was actually two doll's houses, mm. one on top of the joint together. Yep. Uh, yep. And what was in the doll's houses? Well, that was for the Kayanga show, and, well, they're plastic ones from the 60s, and I had, they were backlit, and um, they just had the New Zealand flag on one family unit, which is my old one, which is upside down. And then Farnell on the top one with different flags like uh, was the twelve tribes mostly the Union Jack but with the twelve tribes flag and the Mana Maori is it Mana Maori flag Mana Mana Maori Mana Maori mm. Tiranga Tiranga mm. yeah that flag and um, also the LGBTQ flag and then a bit of a maze under the stairs because don't know what else is, what other flags are going to arrive. So, is that where we get lost? Maybe. Um, <laughs> well, that's where the things get put under the stairway. Yes. Under the stairs, you know. Mm. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm. So, uh, how do you come up uh, with ideas for your art? Well, um, hmm, don't know. <laughs> don't know. I guess I. I might have a agenda, a particular agenda that I'm trying to maybe change the people's, make signs that people can read and might change how they think or not. 
but maybe I think it's possible you, art can change people's lives if the message is right. Like and gets at the right time to the right person, eh? Yeah. So the photos you had, um, you have said um, titles of photos, takeaway theory, fun fairs are fun. Socialism can never be fun. Angela Carter, fun fair, and the lower class theory of delinquency simplified and sanitized for Alco and Marx. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Angela Carter is one of my favorite writers. And she's amazing. Oh, right. You, yeah, you know. spooky stories. Her and oh, then yes. Neil Gaiman. Oh, yes. Well, she wrote some essays about fun fears, and she wrote that, so I just tried to make it a lot of fun. Creepy rewriting of uh, fairy tales, yeah. basically. Yeah. In fact, or actually, she wrote, a suspense. she wrote something called The Magic Toy Shop, yeah. too, and I actually had a gallery in Wellington called that a window gallery oh really for a long time oh so maybe that's where some of this comes from then your windows and the boxes and the uh, things yes I just seem to do a lot of boxes yeah mm. oh uh, well yeah. you tick all the boxes for us okay, so uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming you, in today you should be in advertising <laughs> <laughs> I am promoting oh, local okay. artists okay. you know <laughs> you guys are amazing and it's always interesting to see what uh, yeah what people come up with creative mm-hmm. people creative minds and um, it's just very inspirational hmm. so good luck and uh, yes Pop in and see the artist exhibition in the art space throughout November and um, maybe discover some new artists you haven't heard of before. And they are all down in Patia otherwise or thereabouts. So thank you very much, Gabrielle and Johnny. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Michaela. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Sugarloafing Artscast on 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests and their fabulous work on our Sugarloafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under current shows. The Sugarloafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lai Centre. Until next week. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand on air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.